0: In the name of God, Creator, Redeemer and Giver of Life. Today is Palm Sunday, the beginning of Holy Week, otherwise known as Passion Week. It is steeped in tradition and beautiful worship as we approach Easter Sunday, the most significant day in the Church's year. As with all spiritual indigenous and other world religions, we have our days to share the narratives, recite the significance and learn the lessons as we seek to be better human beings and struggle against the temptations and forces that strive for less than that. There were references to the liturgical development of this sacred week in the church's year as early as this late third and early 4th century in the Apostolic Constitutions written at the time. Etheria, a Western European nun who travelled to the Middle East, wrote about her observances of the sweet in Jerusalem during the late 4th century. Her description of liturgical events in Jerusalem were only discovered in 1884 in an 11th century Latin manuscript in a in eastern Tuscany. She noted that the story of the Passion Week was told topographically and liturgically through the holy sites in Jerusalem as people moved from one site to another reciting the liturgy. Instead of a unitary focus on Easter Sunday, liturgies developed around Good Friday, Holy Saturday and Palm Sunday that enabled the faithful to understand the unfolding events of the great week. St. Athanasius, Bishop of Alexandria, and St. Epiphanius of Constantia, uh, which is part of Cyprus, referred to Holy Week in the 4th century. And over time the week filled out with Holy Monday, Jesus cursing the fig tree and cleansing the temple, Holy Tuesday, focuses on Jesus' predictions of his own death. Holy Wednesday, the narrative moves to Judas, and his betrayal of Jesus, and of course on Monday Thursday there is the institution of the Eucharist and the washing of the disciples' feet. There are beautiful images in the liturgies and in the music that centre around these events, and probably none more so than the Tenebrae liturgy. In the Western Church, which begins on Holy Wednesday evening and continues through the three days before Easter, now uh, morning Thursday, Good Friday, and Holy Saturday. There are many variations of the Ten of Rome liturgies today, and we use some here in this church over the course of this week. But the most moving is probably sung in Gregorian chart. At its heart are the display of lighted candles on a special Triangular candelabra, which are gradually extinguished through the liturgies until the church is left in darkness. Tenebrae is actually the Latin word for darkness, which recalls the utter horror of the crucifixion and the time of death prior to the resurrection. I'm referring to these traditions because Easter in our society has become lost in a fog of Easter bunnies and public holidays. Modern Christians have often lost the significance of the week and the wonderful experiences of sharing in these services, especially morning Thursday evening through to Easter Sunday, they are very enriching indeed. The way we view Holy Week is fundamentally dependent on the way we see Jesus' life. If we see him as being fully conscious that he was God during his lifetime, then of course those things that happened during the first Holy Week are tough. But they're manageable because he was a superhuman figure, and able to cope with the very difficult occasions of the week. In this view, we're not going to see much character development of Jesus simply because he was able to draw upon a capacity that the rest of us can't. My own view is different from that. I think he was deeply human, aware of calling and conscious, he was able to transmit a prophetic voice, but had no sense he was the Son of God during his lifetime. Of course, there are sayings in the Gospels, particularly in John's Gospel, where it suggests he was aware of a sense of God. But they are not consistent, and they may reflect the Church's view after his death. I think it is a very important principle of the Incarnation that Jesus was human and thus not protected from the feelings and limitations that you and I experience. Now you do not have to agree with my view, obviously. The debate about the humanity and divinity of Jesus has engaged theologians and church members for as long as the Christian faith has been in existence and will go on doing so. I think Holy Week was the culmination of Jesus' awareness that though many were enticed by his life and witness, the majority carried on as though they hadn't, as though he hadn't been around. He had such high hopes at the beginning of his ministry that people would respond and allow the Holy One into the, into their daily lives and actions, that they would reject privilege and hypocrisy, that they would pray authentically and build community of trust. As the three years of his ministry went on, people started dropping away as they felt the challenges and demands of his qualities in their lives. He had some amazingly loyal followers, but the vast majority probably ebbed away. So in this last week he comes to Jerusalem and weeps over the city. I think he wept because he felt so many didn't understand. So many were indifferent. Possibly he thought he hadn't made a big enough impact. He knew they could do so much better, but wouldn't. Maybe he felt the anger and rejection that was beginning to get to him after three arduous years of ministry. This is the human Jesus. But he wasn't crushed by the sense of sadness and lost opportunity. On the contrary, he continued what he began and chose a colt, a young horse of peace, not a war horse, to enter Jerusalem. They laid their cloaks before him and waved palm branches in adulation. But he knew their wishes for him were quite different from what he felt called to do. They said beautiful words of the Benedictus that we say during the series, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest." But he knew they had not appreciated the sort of kingdom or community he was promoting and teaching about. This, this is said for Holy Week. He wept because he knew they either didn't get it or weren't prepared to live it. He let them throw their cloaks on the ground and welcome him and say wonderful things about him. But he wasn't fooled. He went straight to the temple and turned over the tables of the money changers to expose the hypocrisy. As the week went on, he was betrayed by one of his best friends and was misunderstood and disowned by some of his closest ones. He was framed in a public hearing, mocked and punished by officials and the crowd, and eventually brutally killed in the most ghastly, torturous death you can imagine. Of course, the tables turned on the day of Resurrection. Out of death comes life and our suffering comes over. But let's not get ahead of ourselves. It is Palm Sunday today, the beginning of Holy Week. Let us think of what makes him weak today. Let us think of the things he wishes for but we don't get or we are not prepared to act on. He would love us to treat each other with respect, and share the resources we have freely. But look at the poverty we still have in this country and on a world scale. Look at the two classes of citizens that are developing so quickly in New Zealand. Those with assets who own houses and those who will never own a decent asset because it has become too expensive and inaccessible. It never used to be like that. He would love us to treat the resources of the planet with respect But look at the ruthless march of so much commerce and industry that undermines and prevents progress on reducing greenhouse gases, despite the fact that so many people are suffering the consequences. He would love the war in Ukraine to be stopped. But despite the need for really effective sanctions, the EU has spent 35 billion euros on energy to Russia since the war, that's what help keeps it going. He would love us to cultivate our inner life of prayer and engage with Him in the, rich, the richness of divine love, but we're so often distracted and pulled back from becoming mature in this area. As Holy Week begins, dear friends, remember the real Jesus, the Christ who wept. And was and as he descended the Mount of Olives and was unmoved by the waving of palms and scat cloaks. He sought higher things that lift us out of hypocrisy, develop our inner life, and help us to learn that serving one another authentically expresses the heart of God. Enter Holy Week with him. Join us in the beautiful services especially on morning Thursday evening, Good Friday, and the first mass of Easter on Saturday night. Join us remotely if you don't wish to be in church because of the virus. But most of all, turn his sadness into joy. And a sense that people don't give his message into hope by reflecting on his deeper sadness and greatest wish. That we embrace the love of God and genuinely serve one another in every respect of our lives. That could be our greatest intention for this most important week in the church's year. Every year.